three, two, one, we are live and in effect coming straight at y'all neck. Bah. What's good, everybody? <laughs> you know, back with another episode of MDH TV. Finally, finals are done. Um, we tried to shoot another one earlier, but you know, niggas do not be want to see us win all the time. So, like, they literally cut my computer off somehow, the redacted. And like, <laughs> I had to get on my phone. So, uh, we're going to be posting a story <laughs> on YouTube. And we're going to link that story time. We're going to just put it at the end of this pod. So, you're going to hear us wrap it up. And then you're going to hear another intro. There's going to be, it's going to be like a 20, 25 minute story time. It's pretty funny. So, make sure y'all. Listen to the whole pod. It's going to be a good one. You know, we back. We excited. We getting going all summer 2021. You feel me? Um, yeah, I'm excited for, for what the future holds. But how you been, man? How you been doing? I've been doing better than you. How about you? Now, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after all that, you know, I got through all that bullshit. Um, for y'all that don't know what he's talking about, I was in and out, in, out of the hospital for like, what like four or five days last week um that's what the story time is about if you guys want to hear some more about that i already talked about it with him so i'm not gonna repeat myself but um <laughs> yeah, I've been skating you know um uh, finally got done with finals excited about that uh how was your finals how did school end up being for you actually they're better than i thought because like i didn't really study a lot for them but I did way better than I thought I was. Like, except for one, bro, I, I missed the final. Not gonna lie. I, I don't I don't even know how I missed it. Like I just looked. Did they let you retake it or not? Nah? Bro, no, he locked it. Right, like right when the deadline hit, it was locked. I, but I came back like a day late though. Cause I thought it was due. I thought so it was you got due. an F for it? What, the final? Yeah. Nah. I'm not going to say that on record. I don't know what I got. <laughs> yeah, that, something similar happened to me, but since I was, I had the hospital excuse. Well, it's not even an excuse. I was literally in the hospital. <laughs> so like, back for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, my finals ended up pretty good. I got, I ended up uh, with three A's and an A minus, but I emailed the professor that I had an A minus in because I only had an A minus because I couldn't get into my camp or my course site because I broke my phone. That story is also at the end of the pod if y'all want to hear that. So <laughs> uh, I emailed him about it. He said he's probably going to change the A minus to an A. So I ended up finishing with a 4.0. Not, not, a 4.0 not even giving a fuck about class and shit, though. <laughs> I almost died the last week. Bro, yeah, that last week was trash. <laughs> All right. Uh, back in Vegas now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm back in How Vegas. How long you been out there? For like a week and a half, I think, or like two weeks. It's been it's been cheaper. I'll say that. Back. But Hey, <laughs> I'm down here with my mom right now. I just came down here for a week. I'm in North Carolina right now. And uh, I really came because I was so sick, and she was like worried, and she wanted to fly out. And I was like, it's really not that serious for you to fly out here. I'd like yeah, rather fly down. I'd rather fly down here so I can like see my brothers, see my grandparents and all that. But um, yeah, it is really cheaper. Like I'm eating my 
fair share for sure. Yeah. No, I, I was like, before I leave, uh, I'm raiding your, I'm taking like food back in my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grocery shopping before I leave. But uh, I want to ask you, how is it, uh, besides, you know, like the, the money factor, how is it going from being, and we, I know we talked about this a little after the first semester ended, but how is it going from, being at college, being on your own, being an independent, really can do whatever you want. To now going back into that house, you're done with your first year of college. You kind of got to follow rules again because you're living at your parents' house again. So how is that? Um, it's not as bad as last semester because like there's not that many like restrictions. I say the only thing that like is is bad is just like the chores, but like. I'm getting food paid for, so it's like that's the yeah. that's the least I could do. Um, but also, I think I like it here too because like I'm more comfortable out here. Like I know, like I have a gym to go to. Well, I have two gyms to go to. I have more friends out here, so like you know, it's just more connections. It's because in Reno, like I had like two people that I hung out with, and that's it. And then it was kind of boring because. I wasn't going to no parties. Like I wasn't, you know, doing all the extras like, like you. But <laughs> but when I'm out here, so I'm still not going to parties, but it's just like I always, if I need a, if I want to find something to do with somebody, I could. I guess. Have you been hanging out with uh, people from high school? Yeah, I hung out with Christian and, and a couple others. But I think that's it from high school. Oh yeah, Hoffman. I forgot. We hooped together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Actually, we'll talk about hooping in a minute, but bro, it's still toxic. But what about you? How do you feel about that little little week you've been home so far? Uh, like you said, it's been cool. Like, ain't had to spend no money. That's amazing. <laughs> like, y'all, like, I didn't realize how serious adulting was. Now, now, like, granted, I would much rather be an adult and be on my own because, like, most of my life I was basically on my own anyways, but at least mentally. But, you know, the financial factor is a big factor. I'm not going to lie. Like, when you have to decide between eating out and spending your last $15 or eat and sleep for the night like that shit sucks sometimes <laughs> but you know being out here is cool you know like like you said it's not even like my mom's making me do chores or anything but I just feel like I'm kind of more willing to do like clean the dishes if I see some dishes or take the trash out or whatever or help her just because like I'm grateful she bought my ticket down here I'm grateful she's buying food for me because being on my own I know like she doesn't have to do that um, Bro, and you feel me I know, and you know, once the cafeteria closes on campus, just you're probably not eating again for the night. Like that for was, real. especially because we used to live in Vegas, so we used to everything being open twenty four seven. Bro, everything closing like seven eight o'clock. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, yeah, and like even the gas stations closed. I'm like, that's crazy. There's like one gas station that's twenty four seven in Reno that I know of, and it's. It's trash. I can't believe like I can't believe things close so early in other places. I'm like, y'all aren't losing money. Like, why can't Chipotle be open till one? Like the same time as in and out. I'm sure people will still go. 
bro there was one there's one restaurant it's a it's like a chipotle style it's not even chipotle it's like roberto's and chipotle mix but it's like not even that good i'm gonna be real and it stays open till 3 a.m but as soon as as soon as a final started and head started heading home that should close at 10 now so I'm like, bro, like, how are y'all gonna I mean, false advertise the time? I mean, I understand, yeah, like, that's logically, business wise, but I'm just like, damn, that was literally the only place I could go grab a bite to eat when I was hungry at eleven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> These gotta use Uber Eats and shit, bro. And then I'll be looking at my bank statement. I'll be like, literally, all what I spend is on money. I mean, on food. Like out there, bro, it's it's kind of sad, but it's like you can't even control it. Have huh? you been keeping uh for like for a while? I was keeping track of my expenses, my my money in versus my money out, because you know I was working and doing hustling on the side or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh I was just trying to make sure that I was net gaining rather than net losing. I realized it's really hard. Like you can go to the store and spend like five, six, seven dollars, and you think it's nothing, but you do it every day or a couple of times, like that shit really adds up and you'll realize you're spending fifty, sixty dollars without even realizing. Yeah, I do that. I was doing that too. Very important. Like people need to pick up more. That's something like they should teach us in high school, I feel like. Like how are they gonna throw me in a whole nother state by myself without no money management? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I tried to do, well, I was doing that when I had a job, but now it's kind of, yeah. I could not spend anything and not gain anything. So <laughs> but I'm going to try to get a job though. So I got like an interview today. Oh, yeah, today. Oh, <laughs> for, where? For Kohl's. I don't know. I can't do customer service no more. At, bro, I don't know. I just like the factory job. You don't got to deal with nobody. You can listen to your music. Bro, the factory guys is fire. Bro, like Tesla was so I hope Tesla hires me back. Cause they was there's a FedEx out here and like it has a night shift. I think it's and I like working night shifts. And especially because I'm gonna be working um on the top campus on that research project during the daytime anyway. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna need a job though, because like that's supposed to cover my expenses or whatever and like already put the money aside that I'm using for housing. I don't I don't want to use more than a thousand dollars over the summer for food. Even and I that's like an over I really don't want to use like over five hundred for groceries and shit over the summer. But I'm gonna just say a thousand, give myself that cap. Then I'll use fifteen hundred for housing. And then hopefully I can just invest the rest, pocket the rest or whatever. Oh that's something else we need to talk about probably later on in the pod um investments bitcoin all this stuff that's bitcoins and just crypto you know itself has been going crazy lately like bitcoin's been up and down it's going back up now because well we can talk about that a little later but um yeah man we can uh we can get into the the j cole album review yeah thanks how how did you how did you feel about the album um Wait, so, first, wait, wait, you know. sorry. Wait, can I put this out there first? Some dude yeah. looked like it was it was kind of a letdown. I'm gonna just put that on the table, do whatever you want with it. 
I didn't say it, but somebody did. So I think what people got to realize is J. Cole don't even want to make music no more. Like he, he's the type where he wants to go completely off the map. He has a whole wife and kid and barely anybody knows. Like he's completely off the map. And his songs, he's talking about, he got nappy hair. He looked like he homeless, yet he's worth a hundred million plus. So he's obviously not doing it for the money. So I think anything he puts out is something he likes. And I respect that. You know, I respect artists that only put out music that they like. Now, personally, I mean, I, I haven't even listened to the whole album the way through because, you know, I, you know, I passed out or whatever. <laughs> listen, if y'all want to hear that story, listen to the end of the pot. And watch it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, and check out, check out our YouTube at MDH TV. But um, I liked it. You know, I, I'm not going to sugar. I like, there were some fire songs. I feel like with KOD, he was like kind of trying to be woke, which is a good thing, but he was trying to be too woke. And that like kind of turned people off. But with the off season, he came back with the hard beats. He had 21 Savage on there. He had a couple of good features. And like, I feel like he incorporated the woke and the rap perfectly together. Now I'm not saying that people like were expecting more from him. I guess I can see that, but I think that he put out a good project. I respect what he put out personally. He yeah. had some very banker songs on yeah. How do you feel about that one? I didn't listen to the whole thing. I only listened to like half of it, but I did like it. You know, I'm just not like a J. Cole listener, but I did. Yeah, I'm not a rap fan anymore either. Yeah. So it was like hard, not hard to listen to, but it was just like, okay, like I was doing it because it was J. Cole's album, not because I like really wanted to, but yeah, no, it was pretty good. I liked the, the one with Lil Baby. Cause I like how like the features that he brought on, like they they like did their thing. Like it wasn't like they he was carrying them. Like they matched his tempo, matched his energy. But I just think when any artist waits that long to drop an album, like it's very hard to like reach the expectations that people expect you to reach. Like, like Frank, for instance. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, Frank, because well, you got to think about it. He dropped Channel Orange, but then he dropped Blonde, which was like a masterpiece. So it's like, yeah, it, I mean, he did have those. I feel like even when Blonde came out, though, people were disappointed. At yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like a classic. I think it was yeah. the same thing with like Lil Uzi. Like when Lil Uzi waited three or four years to drop an album, it was like, if you don't drop something that's like fire, then it's like you're going to lose a whole bunch of fans. Like he lost me for sure. And, you know, I was an Uzi ride or die. But yeah. It's like you can't, I like, especially with Uzi, because he was like playing with people. Like, J. Cole wasn't like teasing people about an album or nothing. Like, but when you do do that, people just expect the most from you. So I feel like if you would have dropped this like right after KOD or like a year after KOD, like it would have been all good. But since you made the people wait, they were just craving it so much. But I feel like it's going to go that, like, once people settle down with it, it's going to go down as like a great album. I think yeah. a lot of people do think it's a great album. Matter of fact, I think like there's a couple of people that say it's a letdown, but for the most part, most of the criticism I've seen was like positive. Yeah. And like, that's a common theme with people that they'll let their expectations get, or their expectations will be so high that when the product comes out, they're disappointed. 
And that's with a lot of things, whether it be school, whether it be whatever, like people have this expectation it'd be so high that you can't even reach the expectation now. Like you can't even see the expectation. That's why my hand is above the camera. <laughs> and you're here, let's say you, this is good. This is great. And this is where the album was, but everybody's expectation is here. So they think the album is trash. Yeah. So I'll say that to just say this, be glad with what you get. J. Cole didn't have to put shit out. <laughs> he did for putting an album out with it was it had what a good number of songs. They were good songs. Yeah. He put out the J. Cole doesn't like doing this. So people are expecting J. Cole to bend to their frequency when he's on a totally different wave. He's low-key lowering himself by putting this music out. He that's doesn't want to do that's what Kanye did. Bro, that's what Kanye said. He was like, I'll lose money making music. I could, I'll be richer without making music. But what I want to say about J. Cole, too, is like, it's very hard when you have so many classics like that lead up to the album. So you have like Born Center, then you have, what's the other one? Forest Hills Drive. And then yeah. all his other albums are like really good. So it's like, you are, not only do you have like, your previous album expectation to make up to. But like you said, you have that time expectation that people are expecting to live up to. And it's like, for him, that's like a double whammy because you got to drop like some real fire. That's like as good as the classics and makes up for the time lost. And exactly, I don't know. I don't know if he did that for me because, you know, I'm not really a J. Cole fan, like super fan. I haven't even listened to KOD, but I feel like it was a great album. I feel like if, if he was a nobody, if nobody knew who J. Cole was and he just dropped that, like he would he would be famous or he would get famous. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, I understand how difficult the music making process is. So, because it's really hard like to come up with different bars and on different beats and the flow and all that. It's like not something easy. And it's like the people who, are the first to criticize you are the ones who can't do what you're doing. It's like, I forgot who said this. Fuck, I, I forgot who said that. Oh, oh, no, no, no. And this this is a great segue, actually. Kwame Brown. He said um, in one of his videos that people who can't uh, make music write music. People who can't write music become music critics. So... We over here letting the people who can't make or write music criticize it, make, critique the people who are making the music. So it's like, just appreciate what you're getting because you didn't have to get anything at all. Yeah. And um, before we get off this music topic, we, let's just go ahead and talk about Drake, you know? Wait, hold and, on, hold on. I got something to say about your life. Like, like, as someone that sat down in a studio and was dead serious, like, bro, I was serious for, like, the first 30 minutes. I was dead serious. I was like, bro, this is, like, the hardest thing. This is, like, one of, you know how, like, usually, you know, we're two kind of, like, bright individuals. Usually our brains kind of catch on to things. Bro, my brain would not catch on the beat at all. Like, I just kept missing when this rap. And my friend was telling me, like, hey, start here, do the bar. And then I couldn't do it. And then I put on the... Um, I put on the uh, the thinking about you song, like instrumental. So you already, like, I already had the temp. I, I had the lyrics. Like I was doing like a cover. I still couldn't stay on beat. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm serious. And then like, I was trying to write and the writing part was like e way easier. 
because it wasn't, I just don't have a lot of rhythm, you know, I can't really dance, but even the writing was, if I had to write like a whole bunch of songs, like it would be hard not to like recycle bars and then remember every single bar that you said so you don't repeat it. Yeah, for sure. It's like people think just because they can sing along to a song in the radio on in the car or something that, oh, and they can do this. It can't be that hard, but it's hard. Like yeah. one beat itself, making a beat is fucking hard. So I give, I damn near give more props to the producers than I do the, the actual artists because y'all don't even like the, the music. Y'all don't even like the words motherfuckers are saying. Y'all just like how it sounds. Y'all just like the beat of it. Y'all don't, like, listen, literally every song on the radio is explicit as fuck. Like, one of them was like, ooh, oh baby, I wanna bust all on you. This is playing on the radio. <laughs> like, what? And I just think it's crazy because I don't think people actually realize the things that, like, like we were saying, in, or you were saying a couple pods ago, you keep saying something to yourself, it becomes a mantra, and you psychologically start to believe that way. So you're saying all this explicit stuff, all the, you're sexualizing all these songs. Kids listen to the radio. So they say, ooh, baby, I want to bust all on you. They just listen to the beat. They don't really understand what they're hearing, but psychologically, that's getting tuned into their brain. And it's over-sexualizing the population. Look at today. You go on Instagram, everybody got their ass out. Bro, <laughs> I followed like every single girl on, I mean, except for the ones like I know personally. But other than that, bro, I like unfollowed like the majority of them because I would go on there and I would just be like, there would be like this mix of like motivation and then temptation and the temptation would win. Like I, what I, what I mean by that is I would bite on the temptation. Like I would go to their page and like message them or whatever, but I wouldn't message what motivated me or I wouldn't go for what motivated me. So I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna just cleanse the profile a little bit. Like I still have people, and it's not like the girls that I have on there now post every day. I only follow like one celebrity girl. And it's just cause she bad, but I, I can't even. Mm. Her name is uh, Bella, Bella Porch. Bro, bad. But like, I don't follow no celebrities no more. Yeah, well, I follow like guy celebrities. Like, well, not even guy celebrities. Like, just skateboarders and then like, yeah, yeah, that's like same. people that motivate me. But yeah. like, I follow Joe Rogan, but I don't really see him as a celebrity. Honestly. Yeah, because he's like, I mean, he is a celebrity, he's but like, down to earth as fuck. <laughs> I don't see him as like, like a celebrity. celebrity. You gotta like have this kind of mindset about yourself yeah. to where you think you're better than other people. Yeah, but I'm so I'm like happy I did that because now when I go on it, because I've been you know this summer, I'm on some some J Cole stuff. You feel me? I ain't cut the beard. You see, I'm I'm just I'm just going. Oh, for real? Yeah, Look, my shit is nappy as fuck. I, I was looking today. I was like, I need to I need to shave because nah, I like when it gets down on my neck. But I was like, nah. fuck it. It's this summer. I'm not gonna get a haircut. No, nah, I'm gonna still get a lineup and stuff because you. Nah, think- fuck that. Nah, nah. <laughs> but I'm gonna let my hair grow. But if y'all y'all should do that this summer, all the guys, you feel me? Delete all the, delete all the bad females. You feel me? Keep the ugly ones, cause the ugly ones like you're not gonna be tempted. But like the bad ones, bro. And I was like, what I would do is like I would go to their page and I'd be like, 
if they're not like inflating my career in any way, like if they're not like asking me on the pod or talking about the pod, then I don't need I don't, I don't need you on here. You feel me? So for real though. That's yeah. real talk. But back to Drake. Oh, oh yeah. Um <laughs> but just, just to end off on the Jake Cole thing. Oh. You know, I feel like people didn't like his, you know, album because they're so used to the young boy beats or the you know, them really up tempo type beats, which he had up tempo beats, but they were like still old school in a way. Yeah. And they weren't really listening to the things they were he was saying. They were more after the sound. And since it wasn't like their usual sound, oh, it was a bus album. It was a trash album. So at least that's how I, I feel. I think that honestly. I don't think that J. Cole's the type of person where he's going to put out a project that he doesn't 100% fuck with. Yeah. And I think that he fucked with that project. And that's why I respect that he put it out. Yeah. But Austin um, Drake, so he, he won Artist of the Decade, which I, I agree with. Like, there's, I don't, I don't see anyone else that can compete with him. Maybe, I want to say maybe Kanye. I can't even say Kanye can compete with that. I mean, no, he can't. I think Drake deserved it 100%. But um, he brought his son out. That was like, I guess that was a surprise to people. Because I guess, was that the first time anyone's ever seen his son? I don't really know. I don't pay attention. I don't know But yeah, he deserves it. Uh, did you see Did you see his, uh, his new girlfriend? No, I, I don't know. I know. I only know because my sister sent a picture to my mom and they were talking about it in the car. And my mom was like, yeah, he's gay. Because she looks like a... <laughs> Have you seen it? His baby mom kind of looks gay. I mean, looks like a guy. And then this new one kind of... Yeah, this new one kind of looks like a guy too. And it's just like, you know, if it was me who picked her out, it'd be like, okay, because, you know, you don't have every option in the world like Drake does. But it's like, Drake, you had every, you had every option and you chose... You chose uh, a guy, basically, in a female's body. Well, and then posed with her and took a picture. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak um, on that after I speak on his artist of the decade. So, as far as him winning artist of the decade, I think he definitely deserved it. Now, do I think Drake sells out and makes music? that the public wants to hear, yes. I don't- That's why he deserves it. That exactly. Like that, that's 100% why he deserves it. Because, he sacrificed his image. Yeah, he, he literally makes money to make music. And that's, if you, if that's where, that's, if that's the mindset you're coming with when you're making music, then I respect it. Like, he obviously has the most number ones. He has uh, damn near every single one of his albums go platinum. So as far as a business, from a business, point of view he's the best artist out period now if you actually respect you know rap and stuff i don't believe that drake likes everything he puts out i think he knows everything he puts out is going to make money but i don't think he honestly truly likes every project he puts out so maybe from people actually in the rap industry he's not the number one artist i think they'd look at somebody like j cole or somebody like Kendrick or even Kanye, because Kanye is so inspirational. 
yeah. they would be like, that's the number one artist of the decade. Yeah, that's but a business and just a, a public perspective point of view. Drake, he's on the radio every day. It gotta be. That's one thing that I've never really seen in Drake was like his influence. Like, like he hasn't to me. I mean, I you know I I could be wrong. I probably am, but you know Kanye like has he's influenced rappers. Like even Young Thug has influenced rappers. Lil Wayne has influenced rappers. Like I don't like that you can see like traces of Kanye, traces of Young Thug, traces of Lil Wayne in in like younger artists. But I haven't seen anyone match Drake's style, and maybe that's why he's so popular, or he's still like so popular. Is because there hasn't been anyone that's been able to like grasp on to what he can do, or maybe he just maybe he's just not an influence of influence to young. I would argue that I would argue that either Drake doesn't have a style or he has multiple styles. Yeah, I think, I think he, he does. He just goes with the wave, and I think he has multiple styles, and he's so good at each style. Well, versatile. Yeah, he's very good at each style. Like he can rap. When he raps, when he wants to rap, like, it's cold. And he can sing. I mean, he can't, like, physically sing. Like, his voice isn't, like, necessarily good. But he can sing, and he can be vulnerable, which a lot of rappers aren't willing to do. And he's vulnerable in a different way. Like, he's, like, really on some simp, like, full simp mode. He's not even just on some, like, Kanye, like, yeah, I was in the hospital type stuff. Yeah. And, like, I would say as far as, like, him having a wave or whatever. I mean, him influencing people. I think that since he rides a wave, that he can't necessarily. Inf- I mean, I know like he influenced Jack. He was one of Jack's biggest influence. Who's that we Jack? had on. The- we had him on the pod. Oh, bro, Jack. I was talking about Jack. artists, like music artists. Yeah. Oh, anyway. he's, a, he's a musician. Bro, Jack Gats, the rapper. Oh, I thought you meant Jack, like Jack off my. Oh, no, no, Jack. Oh, yeah, Jack. But um, like he influences a lot of people, but I just don't think those people are the ones that are necessarily in the rap industry, like big in the rap industry, because Drake just wide rides the wave. He's doing what everybody else is doing. So anybody he's influencing is doing what everybody else is doing. So yeah. it's not anything necessarily new, unique or new, but Kanye created his whole a whole new wave, and that's why you can literally see rappers that got their inspiration from Kanye because he created that lane rather than just riding whatever's going. Yeah. But um, as far as like his baby mama or whatever, I don't know what she looks like. She may be a dude. I don't really know, but. I think that it's crazy. We live in a day and time in society that looks are given so much of a precedent to where he's being ridiculed online for maybe, or being called potentially gay for having a manly, you know, woman or whatever, when he can literally just like the person she is. Like, personally, I'm not saying that I would, you know, go that route, but. It's like, I don't know. I don't, I just personally don't think it's that big a deal just because I don't really care about Drake and I'm not in his bedroom. So I don't care who he, he dating. I don't even care what music he making. Would but, you go to it though? Huh? Huh? Would I go where? To his bed? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, whether he dating a, a man or not, why why do people care that much? Bro, you can say it. I'll cut it out. Bro, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just joking. But I think it's even more crazy that we live in a generation in a society where you have to question whether or not it's a girl or if it's a man. You feel because you really don't know. Like that's the craziest thing. And and this is a great segue into um the segment that 60, 60 Minutes did. They did a, a 60 minute uh transgender segment or whatever about it's good about um people who transitioned from being a male to a female or a female to a male and then found out that that's not really what they wanted. So they ended up detransitioning or whatever. I heard that happened a lot. Yeah, detransition because like one guy, he got his balls chopped off. And <laughs> and no, nah, not nah, sad because he was like, he was only 18. He went to the doctor twice, they put him on hormones. So he's not, he's confused. He just turned 18 and everybody's just supporting his confusion. So he thinks that he's being accepted instead of actually getting help, which a lot of people need. Like, because I mean, personally, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't care what y'all are, you know, but it was deemed a, a, it was deemed a mental health issue by the United States government to be gay or transgender just what five decades ago or less now like i said i don't care y'all gonna be whatever y'all want but i'm just saying blind support towards something can be bad because this this young gentleman he's 18 or he might be like 19 now or something but when he was 18 the doctors were supporting him so much and his confusion that they put him on hormones his second visit he got his balls chopped off six months into turning 18 into his confusion and literally was becoming a woman and he said he never had any suicidal thoughts before he got his balls chopped off because he was like i'm never going to be like another guy anymore i'm never going to be like other men because i was confused and i made this mistake and everybody just sat by and let me yeah well, how do you feel about you know these transitioning and like blind supporting people and their confusion so the transitioning thing i heard that happens a lot like a lot of a lot of people like start that process because i think a lot of people not only are you getting hormones injected into you that's going to change your whole thought pattern but also people don't understand like it's cool to, to dress up and be like you know if you're a guy you could dress up like a girl and be like when you come home you still have the option to be a guy like you still take all that off and be a guy but once you go full, full flesh the other side, first of all, you still have testosterone running through you. So there's still like a part of you that's like a male, no matter what. You're still gonna have like that dominance factor. But then once you take all that away, it's like you don't have nothing to fall back. Like you're you're just, like you're a girl. And it's like, it's one of those things like you know how you always wish for something that you don't have, and then you get it, and it's like, I don't know if I want it, and then you lose it again, and then you want it super bad. Cause we always like, as humans, we always seem to want something we don't have. I feel like it's the same thing with genders. It's like, when you, when you want to be something super bad and then you get there and then it's like, especially for a transgender, like a guy going to a girl, it's like, not only are you just changing genders and you can't go back, but now you're at such a deficit in the dating world that it's like, you think to yourself, is it worth it? 
And once you start questioning, is it worth it? Especially about getting your, getting your balls chopped off, like that's something very depressing. Cause like, yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, is it worth it to run across the street? I can't imagine being like, is it worth it if I get my balls chopped off? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, they don't even real. It's and it's just like they're so young, like they just barely graduated in high school and stuff. And it's like people are just blindly supporting instead of focusing, really understanding yeah. what the issue. Yeah. So they have these short-term things, thinking it's going to fix the problem, but it's just creating more. It's creating it's, more confusion, making their. And so, like, like you said, you can't go back. Like, that dude can't go back. He can't undo what he did. So even if he wants to be a dude again, he will never really be a dude again because he was being blindly supported by so many people who didn't really understand what he was going through. Yeah, that and I think people have to really pay attention to, like, the fact that it's a trend now because when things are a trend, a person could be doing it, not necessarily to be cool, but it's like an impulsive decision. It's like, okay, everybody else is doing it. And since I since I somewhat feel this way, let me just go full into the deep end. But exactly. my dad was telling me, like, people understand, like, back in the 90s, like, dudes were really gay and had a fight to be gay. Like, it's not like that anymore. So, like, being since being gay is so easy, so many people are turning to it. And it's just like, or not even being gay. Well, being were you gay or are you just... You know, trying something out. Yeah, are you? Tra- yeah, but not only not because you're necessarily attracted to it, but because everybody else is doing it. Now you have like gay artists. You have people that some, that are rapping about gay stuff. So it's like they have so many influences to do something like that. Literally, Lil Nas X. He like one of the biggest artists right now. Yeah, and he's and he gay just as a- spoken on the devil's dick in a video, <laughs> and that song plays on the radio. Yeah, I heard the song. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we got a reaction video. Make sure y'all go check that out on YouTube if y'all want to. If y'all want to know what we talking about, but I don't even want to talk about it. But dang, but yeah, it's like was, I just feel bad, honestly. Oh, I was gonna say something about the the whole like blindly supporting something. One of the things that I think is being blindly blindly supported too is like is I don't even know how to phrase it. I guess it would be just like non-body shaming like you don't body shame someone regardless of how they look and you know I'm not a fan of body shaming but um but my thing is like let's not just support uh I'm not sure let's not just support a body type just because it's about just because it's a human like you know like there's a lot of like fat models today who are like getting all the support in the world and it's just like, you're now I'm not here to say that they live unhealthy lifestyles, but for the average person to be fat, they got to live an unhealthy lifestyle. So you can't just support an unhealthy lifestyle and put it in magazines and yeah. know, fat people. I, Cause I'm not a, like, I'm a fan of being positive and being nice to everybody, but there's a time where you got to like, implement be real. Food. So when do you feel, so how do you feel is the best way to go about like telling somebody the truth. Cause I know a lot of people just be like, bro, I'm just, I'm just saying what's real. And they say something super rude. I don't really agree with that, but it's like, if you was getting fat Tommy, I'd be like, bro, like, look, like you gaining, you, you, you gaining weight. But I'm not yeah, gonna be like, I feel like, um, uh, before I get to that, I just want to say real quick, like 
it, it's also become a trend now with like cancel culture and stuff where like the people that were detransitioning, they were getting hate from people in the LGBTQ plus community for saying that they made a mistake and they were confused and people were blindly supporting it. They were getting hate and people were like, oh, you're wrong for that. <laughs> wrong for admitting that you was confused. Same thing with the fat shaming. People are literally tweeting out. I think Demi Lovato tweeted out, you guys need to stop complimenting people for losing weight. Yeah. Like what, what kind of oh. society, what kind of fucking reality are we living in to where people can't improve themselves and get complimented for it? It was shaming Adele. Remember Adele was like, she was like one of the first big singers, like big, like in a sense of like, like weight. And she, and then she lost all this weight and the people were like on their body shaming her for being skinny. Mad as hell. Crazy. Like that's like, I don't know. I don't know why people, maybe it's because people look at celebrities as advocates for their lifestyle. But it's like Adele's not a front runner for being fat. Like she never was. She's just been a singer. As long as she's singing, I can't have a problem with her. So and even like if like Lizzo, it's almost like she has to stay fat. Yes, she, can't bro. Her, she can't even make herself healthy because she's created her whole image around being a fat celebrity. Yeah, and being proud. Now, like she went on that diet for like a week and her fans were going crazy. Yeah. They were damn near sending her hate mail and it's like it's crazy we live in a day and time in a society now where one you can't even tell somebody if they're falling off or they're gaining weight but two you can't even improve yourself and be happy about your improvement without some people hating and i think that's why people just got to realize whatever you do there's going to be haters yeah so do what you want make sure you healthy and i'm like that we we um segue to this you know kind of weight health thing because i was watching the david goggins uh you know the david goggins joe uh, rogan earlier and yeah. like, bro he was like he was he was talking about and he's talking about himself he was like i was a piece of shit i was a fat <laughs> motherfucker he was like <laughs> in on himself and like you gotta be real with yourself sometimes if you always lie to yourself like being positive is good but it's not positive to lie to yourself yeah. If you're if you're not shit, you need to own that and tell yourself that so you can change it. Yeah. But telling yourself, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm doing great. You know, I'm an amazing human being. Even though you're not shit, you're just gonna keep being not shit because you think you're all right. Some people need that kick in the butt. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be, and it's kind of like with leadership. People need to be led in different ways. Some people need their hand held, some people need to be kicked in the butt, some people need to be yelled at. It just depends on the person that you're dealing with. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to try and help somebody out that you see is going down the wrong path. And they might hate you for it. You know, they might fucking, you. if you tell somebody they gain a little weight, they'll probably be mad as fuck at first. Yeah. It's like, they need to, that's something that's going on with themselves. You know, that's something they got to figure out with themselves. It's not anything that you are doing to them. So, I would just tell anybody, don't be discouraged because of what you see on the internet or what you be on, see on social media, because social media is not reality at all. At all. So, at all. So <laughs> if you go off of what you see on social media, you're living in a demented reality. You're not living in reality. So if, and literally so many people's cues, social cues, just life cues all stem from social media. And it's like, 
Nah, if you tell somebody that they're fat, they might be mad at first, but nine times out of 10, they gonna realize that they are fat and yeah. they're gonna do something about it. Yeah, I think, I mean, that whole thing was a major key. But I think the most important thing that you said was to just be honest with yourself. Because somebody could tell you you're fat, but if you can't, you, if you can't sit there yourself and be like, yeah, like I'm gaining weight, then that's the issue. That's the same thing that happened with me. I mean, not the fat part, but I told myself, like, I keep getting distracted on Instagram. Every time I, like, it was so bad that, like, I would go on Instagram, right, to look something up or whatever, like, to find something specific, and I would just get carried away looking at stories or, like, scrolling through, and I was just like, okay, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm necessarily addicted, but it's become, I'm distracted by it, and I'm using it as a crutch almost, like, in my pastime. So I was like, so in that sense, I had to be honest with myself. When I do anything in life, I'm like, and maybe I'm too like brutally, not brutally honest, but maybe I'm too brutal. I always think like I'm not good enough yet. You feel me? But not in a way of like, not in like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like I'm going to be trapped. But just like, there's so much farther I can go because exactly. I'm never, I'm never going to think I'm just a shit. And like, exactly. there's because instances where I, mindset to where you think you're the shit, you think that you got it all made. That's where you fuck up. That's where you go back down. And you know, like, Denial is the gateway to addiction. You know, some people be like, nah, I'm not addicted to weed, but smoke every day and can't stop. Can't stop smoking. Like me, I just had to, I haven't, I haven't smoked in a couple of days just because I need to know that I'm not addicted. <laughs> but some people li- literally will tell you straight to, I'm not, I can stop whenever I want, but I just don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. Nah, you just can't. You literally can't. You can't. And you're lying to yourself about it. Same thing with Instagram. Like you said, I would do the same thing. I find myself going to search up one person's name to see or whatever, and that you were on there for thirty minutes, bro. Right, and then and then and then you like it was it was the worst because like I would click back to the other tab and be like, damn, that's what I was supposed to look up on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> and then bro, I'll be, yeah, that's when I knew it was a problem. And then I was just like, and then I also knew like. I had to be honest with myself. If I'm gonna really focus this summer on like getting better and getting my getting my shit together, I can't be distracted by so many girls. Like I got, you know, who I want to talk to right now. But other than that, like I'm not trying to reach out to to a whole bunch of females this summer. Like it's just that's because that's just a distraction, and that's it has always been a distraction. Yeah, and like back on your point about, you know, I tell my shit myself I'm not shit every day. Like. I look in the mirror and I'll be like, <laughs> you can't be no weak nigga out here and go do a hundred push-ups. Go do go do two hundred sit-ups. And it's not, it's like I, I know that I've, you know, I've gained muscle. <laughs> I know that I've gotten stronger. <laughs> but it's like if I just get content with where I'm at, i there's no more growth. So yeah. I gotta keep telling myself that I'm not shit. Not necessarily because I believe that but because I know that I have so much potential that I'm not shit right now. I'm not shit compared to who I can be. And as long as you keep, and it's not even necessarily you shitting on yourself. It's you shitting on who you are right now to become who you really are. I don't believe this is who I really am. This is just who I am at the moment, you know? And like, it's fine. I don't have a problem with this person I am at the moment, but I have a problem with being this person a year later from now, a month later from now, a week later from now. And I think people don't think like that. 
you know, they think they just go through their lives day by day. They don't even think really. A lot of people literally go through their whole life on autopilot. Don't think they just do. Yeah. They just work. They just, and that's like one of the scariest things for me, like having a routine and not even realizing the routine. Like you wake up, eat your breakfast, go to work, come home, drink a beer, sit on the couch, go to sleep. That's a lot of people's lives. And it's because they don't think this way. They, they're content with where they're at. They're okay with it. And it's like, you got to just be honest with yourself. If you don't like where you're at, you got to tell yourself you're a piece of shit right now. Really? And that's all right. That's okay. Because you're not going to want to tell yourself you're a piece of shit every day. So you're going to start working. Exactly. I was listening to David Goggins' podcast, and he, I'm not even going to say he motivated me so much. He just made me realize that I'm doing stuff, but I'm not doing enough. Yeah, bro. He'll make you be like, yeah, you working out, but nigga, is you really like, is you real? Are you really about that life? Like so many people, they just, they just dip their toe in the water. You know, they don't really dive in. Like if you're going to die, if you're going to do something and do it a hundred percent. And that's what I had. Cause like, you know, I would work out or even with basketball, like I would, I would train and practice, but I wasn't like really invested not into necessarily sport, but investing into myself and believing in myself that I could do it. And now I'm at a point where like anything I do, I'm doing it hundred percent, whether it's like, unless it's like, you know, something just fun. Cause I don't want to take everything too serious. Like niggas ain't finna just go to gravity and be fucking trying to do hella backflips. But just like in life, like now that I go to the gym, like I'm at the gym religiously. I'm not just going there and Oh, let's get this quick pump and let's leave. Like, it's like, nigga, I got to focus because there just comes a point in life that I feel like you got to start taking shit serious. Exactly. Not, not like losing the fun in things, but it's not a joke. It's not yeah. A joke. Just being like, you know, we're at a point in life where it's like, we can't just keep like, you know, like we got to make our way. We can't just keep riding the wave. Exactly. Yeah. For real. It's like a lot of people get so caught up in, the person they are now, they think they can't be the person to make that Facts. wave. They but look at the person that made that wave was you right now at a point. Bro, they look at themselves in the mirror like, I'm fat. I'll never be able to run a mile or whatever. And it's just like, nigga, you, all you got to do is just, you could run a quarter of a mile today and then you can run half a mile a week later. And you, if you just keep that schedule, you'll be able to run a, a mile in no time. Like people don't understand yeah. how quick you see progress. Like, I don't, like, I know people be like, Oh, if you go to the gym, it takes months to see progress. I mean, yeah, if you're looking at it from like a body standpoint, but it's like, if you're just trying to get stronger, like, bro, you'll see, you'll go one day curling 30, the next week you're doing 35. And that's what, that's two, that's two bicep days that you can just improve and you jump five pounds. So it's just like, I think, go ahead. I think that that's the, people are so impatient. And I think that's because of social media and the, this day and age, like fast food, you just get whatever you want right then. So when they go to the gym, they might go to the gym three days, they won't see no progress, they'll quit. And it's like, people don't real, Rome wasn't built overnight. Them pyramids might have been, but that wasn't, talking about that. But Rome wasn't built overnight. You know, you're not gonna see the project progress instantly. It's a, it's a process. And you gotta realize that if you really like, want to be that if you want to be that person you look up to you got to realize it's a process that person you look up to didn't get there overnight 
Kanye didn't become the, the richest black man in America overnight. He started off making beats in his garage on a, a fucking old ass computer where nobody was believing yeah. in him. Only person believing in him was him, himself. So people just got to realize that this shit not a game. You can't just do it in a day. You can't, you can't figure out all the answers in a day. And the crazy thing is you already have all the answers. You just think there's a secret answer out there that's going to give you. No, you just got to put in the work. You got to be disciplined. And the craziest thing is that the present always feels like the longest time, but it's really the shortest. Like, I remember when I first started, like, going to the MMA gym, I couldn't throw a left kick to save my life. Not only because my foot was, like, I broke my foot not too long ago. I mean, not too long before that. But just because I couldn't get the motion down, couldn't get the steps right. And then I went to um, then I went to college and I was practicing at the gym for, for months and months and months. And I obviously got better at it. And now I'm at the point where like I can kick comfortably with my left foot. But now I look back and like those months that I was putting in work, those all seem like a blur. Like those don't even seem like they happen. But I still have the ability, like I tra- like because I did train. I have the ability to do it. And it, it feels like I didn't practice at all. Like all those, all that, all that hard work doesn't feel like hard work right now. But I'm so thankful that I did it because without it, I would still be the same trash ass dude that I was five months ago or six months ago, however long, however long ago. And it's like, you don't realize you're progressing at the time, but as long as you work and you progressing, it's just the, that progression is instrumental. It's that small, but over a long period of time, it becomes huge. Yeah. It's like, I remember a time where I could barely do 10 sets of 10 pushups and, and an hour. And now I'm pushing out, four sets of 25 and maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, that didn't happen overnight. That didn't happen because, you know, and like you said, it's a blur. I remember I would spend, I would, especially during quarantine all day, just be doing pushups, killing myself. And it's like, once you, once you accept that life is suffering, you know, like the Buddha, you, you tend, you start liking the pain. Yeah. You, I like the pain I get from the gym now. Like when I don't go to the gym and I'm not in pain, it's almost like I'm in pain. It feels weird. Bro. I like, you know, feeling my muscles tight. I like, you know, fucking huffing and puffing and well, not necessarily because I hate cardio. But yeah, cardio, but I, I don't know how to like that. That's, That's another problem. Different. But, but yeah, like if I'm not sore, bro, I feel like I feel weird. Like I feel like if I don't have no stiff, not like stiffness, but if my arm isn't like if I don't go like ah. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, this is weird. Because exactly. I'm so used to being sore. Like, it's crazy. And I also stretching earlier. And like, you know, when you first like stretch, it that is fucking it hurts at first. It you gotta get into it. But then like it becomes a battle in your mind because you know you can touch your toe, but are you gonna let that pain overcome you? So I'm over here trying to stretch each stretch for a minute straight hold that pain as long as I possibly can. And you start to like it because you start to realize that your mind is the controller of your body and not the other way around. So many people let their bodies control their mind and that's why they have no progress. But once you realize your mind, you're in the, not even your mind, you are in the driver's seat of your mind that is controlling your body, you're unstoppable because you can do anything. 
Mm-hmm. You're not this body. Your body can't do anything. It can do a lot. And it will it surprise you. But, but it can't do shit without a brain. Go ahead. I said it can't do shit without a brain. It can't do nothing without a control system. Exactly. So like look at animals. Yeah. They have no control over their consciousness, their mind. So they're slave to their instincts. Mm-hmm. Humans got instincts, fight or flight. But once you and it's usually flight for most humans. But once you mentally take a grasp of your mind, you can control them instincts. You can literally stop yourself from sweating if you want to. You can control your entire body. But people just don't think they can. They don't have the mental willpower to do it. You could do that? I mean, I personally I can't know. right now. But no, I, I, How do you do that? What? Stop yourself from sweating. Bro, like, you really focus, you could stop yourself from doing anything. Like, that's natural, that's instinct, instinctual. Like, I forgot how, like, it's kind of like watching your thoughts. I feel like that's the easiest uh, way. Once you start to watch your thoughts, you can start to pick out the negative thoughts from the positive, And you can start, you know, categorizing your brain. A lot of people don't sit and just watch the thoughts that they, that comes into your head. And that's why I feel like, you know, I think a lot. Like, I'm literally thinking all the time. I don't think there's a time where I don't think. And that's because I watch my thoughts. I allow myself to think a lot. It's not like, I think about a lot of bullshit people would say because I go through all these psychological and philosophical thought, you know, experiments with myself. But I'm training my brain. I'm training my mind. And the more I do that, the more control I have over it. And the more I think, the more I get better physically because I have more control over my brain and I'm not as weak-minded as somebody who's just going through the motions. Yeah, I think I'm like an obsessive thinker. Like, it's like crazy. Like, even in like the smallest moments, I think so much. Like, even when like, when like I'm sparring, I, I think so much, like about the littlest things. And it's like, it's a, it's a really good thing to me, but... I don't know. I know a lot of people say they don't like to overthink things, but I do, you know, I, I like to overthink things because when you, an, when you don't analyze things is that a lot of times that's when you, when you mess up and you don't weigh out the, out the consequences and the outcomes of whatever you're about to do. But if you overthink it, but when you overthink it, uh, you can, analyze I mean analyze <laughs> everything that you need to but yeah so control um, your mind yeah so you know if you think that you weak right now you think you fat right now just do something today and yeah. as small as it is it's more than you would have did yesterday and just build on that Hell yeah. like it's a process like you're not just gonna see it overnight but if you work on it you will see results I promise you and remember, once you get to the point that you want to be, you're going to look back and be so thankful to, to the old to the old you for just being brave and just being courageous and doing what you got to do. And exactly. also, like I said, all that, like literally that hour workout, you're not even remember the hour workout. It's going to be a blur. You're going to be like, damn, I was working that hard. And you was. That's how you got to where you were that. Like, you can't work out for one hour out of your 24-hour day. You can't dedicate one hour to physically making sure your body is okay. Yeah. That's lazy. 
Not even that's an hour. Just get you like 45 good ass minutes. Cause that like if you get 45 good minutes, bro, every day, I, I promise you you'll be good. Or if you just like, do cardio, you can do cardio for 15 minutes and be it's fantastic. You can run you a mile and be fantastic. I can run them if I work if I do cardio for 15 minutes straight, I'm damn near done. Exactly. And like one of the things that I, I, I'm not going to say I hate because I don't tend to hate things because that means you got to have some attachment to it. But sometimes I, I kind of like don't like is when people say, oh, I don't have time. Like, I don't have time to meditate or I don't got time to work out. It's like how much of your time in your day do you spend on Instagram scrolling through 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 your timeline? How much of your day do you spend sitting on the couch watching a movie or a TV show? Even if you want to watch that show, you can work out while you watch the show. Do some push-ups. Get a little uh, bike or whatever and cycle in your living room while you watch the show. Do something. But don't sit here and lie to yourself and be in denial and act like you don't have time. Like even, you know, us personally. I was pissed at ourselves, you know, and I'm not at either one of us, you know, directly, but this is us at a whole. I was pissed that we wasn't, getting pause done and it's not like we wasn't busy it's not like we wasn't in like didn't really have finals or wasn't really in college but I just felt like you know we was making excuses yeah, and yeah. they might have been very valid excuses I'm not saying that you can't have a valid excuse but we could have made I feel like we could have made time for sure exactly just, just being honest for yourself. for yourself the more you those excuses will just become your lifestyle Mm -hmm. You just always find a reason to make an excuse. So don't make an excuse. Work out today, whether it be for five minutes or 50, do something. No, eat healthy. I promise you, we don't live in the 80s. There's healthy options that taste really good. I promise you. So feel me, eat healthy, drink water. Oh, work out. last thing I wanted to talk about, since mm -hmm. we're talking about David Goggins, he said something very powerful that, at the, towards the end of the pod that I like really, really stuck with me. Which one was this was one? Like, the first one or the second yeah, one? Yeah, I watched the first one. Oh. I'm, I'm probably going to watch the, I was going to watch the second one, but I was like, I don't know. I don't need like a double dose of him right now. Bro, <laughs> I ain't trying to fucking strain myself. Bro, for <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, you know, he was like, oh no. He said, uh, people tell you to double down on your strengths. And he was like, that's the weakest shit I ever heard. <laughs> because you, if you know you're already good at something, what's the point? Like, yeah, you can work on that to make sure it still stays sharp and improve upon that. But what's the point of only focusing on some shit you're good at? You only want to be good at one thing? Like, human beings are versatile beings. We can do multiple things. That's why you find somebody that that's a rapper. They can't, yeah, usually can't do shit else other than rap because they think that's all that they can do. Even with jobs, doctors can't do shit else other than be a doctor or whatever. And we live in a society that has made it so you only need to be good at one thing, but that's untrue. You can be good at anything you wanna be good at. We can be good at fighting. We can be good at skating. We can be good at basketball. Like, there's no one thing you gotta be good at. People gotta realize that the more you work on your weaknesses, the more they become strengths. So you working on your weaknesses is making that into a strength. So if you just work on your strength, you have one strength. But if you work on your strength and your three weaknesses, 
you're going to end up having four strengths in zero mm. weeks. Mm. And it, to me, a strength is always easy. It's, it's just going to come easy naturally. But a weakness, since it doesn't come as easy, a lot of people don't improve on it. But if you could, you, like, you could set the strength to the side and not work on that strength as much, and it'll still be a strength compared to your weaknesses. But if you work on your weaknesses and even it out with your strengths, then you can work on both easily, evenly because now they're both going to be strengths. So now you ain't got to really put in as much effort because it's not a weakness no more. If that exactly. makes sense. Like, like instance, skating for both of us. Yeah. Mainly for me, just because I know from my perspective, I just started skating. That was a big ass weakness for me. And I completely, and basketball, I was good at that. That was definitely a strength. I set that to the side. It's not like I can't hoop no more. When I go to the park, I still bust niggas' asses, even though I don't hoop like that no more. But since I took my weakness skating seriously, I'm not going to say it's necessarily a strength right now, but there's a lot of people that thinks I'm, think I'm really good at skating. Even though, personally, I don't think I'm good, I can look at the person that I used to be and be proud of that bravery I took because I knew I wasn't good, but I just didn't give a fuck. I got all these scars. I got all these, all these, all these war marks because I was brave enough to fucking try. And you know, it hurt at the time, but now I can sit here proud of myself because I was brave enough to take that step where so many people weren't. Facts, facts. And one thing with me, a weakness of mine was fighting, bro. I like. I mean, I felt like there was. I felt like I could defend myself like in high school and stuff against like the average person, maybe the below average person. But if a, if somebody came up to me and was like, the fight, just, yeah, bro, I would get my ass beat like pretty bad. And I still might get my ass beat. But now since I put in that work, I have the confidence, which is the major thing, the confidence to just like, when I walk into a room, I don't feel like I can just get my ass beat by everybody in here no more. So it's, to me, like, yeah, you put in work for results, but you also put in work for confidence, which is the main, like, confidence outweighs anything. Because you, you could be the best person, at, like, you could be the best skateboarder ever, or the best fighter ever, or the best basketball player ever. But if you don't have the confidence to take that shot, you can make all the shit you want in the gym when nobody's watching. But if you can't, if when you catch the ball on the swing, and you, and you don't have the confidence to shoot the ball, like th that you're going to either you're going to miss or you're not going to take the shot, which honestly is the same result, especially if you're in high school, a nigga shoot the ball, try to score, get to the college. I mean, get to college, but you want to work hard so you could believe in yourself because if not, you're not, you never going to, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? You're just, just going to be weak. You're going to be weak as fuck. You're just going, yeah. You just, <laughs> if you like, like you said, confidence is really the biggest thing. If you're not confident in yourself and the things that you're doing, like you might as well not even be doing shit, honestly. Because yeah. what's the point? You work to where be, so you can become confident. Yeah. Like I was shadow boxing today in the mirror just with myself, and I'm more confident now just because I was shadow boxing and I was like I was doing it, tss, tss, making sure I <laughs> I'm more comfortable if I. I literally was like, I can go outside and fight any nigga right now. Now, obviously, I can't do that. But 
the confidence factor at the time allowed me to think that if I literally went outside, I was beating anybody ass that stepped foot. Because you know, because you know that like, and Mike Tyson said he would get up at like 5 a.m. and run every morning because he knew nobody else was doing that shit. So you know, with you doing that little shadow boxing, you doing more than like 90% of the population right now. So if you want to become confident over others, you got to do shit that others aren't doing. That's how you really, that's how you get that edge over people. Uh, last, the last gym I'm going to leave for y'all, you know, also coming from, he, he y'all need to watch that pod. You know, we're going to get him on this one, but until then, go watch the Joe Rogan. Bro, actually, bro, no, David Goggins don't exist. Bro, we just going to start using the shit he said in ours. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, you got to be uncommon amongst uncommon people. So, and, and the way that he said it, he was like, he was being, he was training to be a Navy SEAL and they, Navy SEALs were uncommon people. But once you get in that space, they're all common to you because that's the environment you're in. So -hmm. you want to be uncommon in a group of uncommon people. You want to be around the best people, but you want to be the best out of them. And that's the mentality you always need to carry. Mm. Fuck, bro. You should have said that was your quote. I mean, half of it was. The uncommon thing was just his. I, uh, I freestyle. But yeah. So you want to... So look, I'm going to break it down. So you got humans, you got animals, and you got dogs, right? Animals is just like, you know, they the hardworking people. You know what I'm saying? They like the, they like the Navy SEALs. And then the dogs is like the David Goggins. And then the lions is like us. You feel me? That's what that's what we are. We cubs right now, but what's the serve? But and I'm excited, like, especially because we do these videos and we have these podcasts. It's like a time capsule for us. We, we can track our progress as it goes on. And we continuously working. Like, I'll go back and listen to one of our first pods, and they were terrible as far <laughs> as flow. As far as we was cussing too much, talking about some wild shit. And now it's like we've progressed so much. And it's not like we're done. We're just going to get better from here. Same with working out. I can look at pictures of myself. And I didn't used to have this, like, increment of the chest. I didn't used to have this arm like this. But now I can look at myself and be like, yeah, you did that. That's because you was working hard. And it feels better when you earn what you get rather than it's just given to you. A lot of people just want shit given to them. They want the six pack given to them. I, but I, I do. If it's just given to you, you're not going to keep it because it was just gave to you. Okay. If you work for it though, you know damn well, you, like if you buy yourself something, you know damn well that you're going to take care of it. But if somebody else, you really don't give a fuck that much because you don't understand that what went into getting that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, with that, we're gonna wrap it up. You feel me? Like y'all, like y'all men should be doing. Uh I hope y'all <laughs> I hope y'all having a great what's today? A great week. Yeah, a great week, a great hump day. You feel me? I don't know when this is going up, but hopefully y'all have a great as soon as as soon as it uh gets downloaded and I'm posting as soon as I get it through Anchor. So it might go up late today, early Thursday. Well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. You feel me? I'm doing great. Tommy, I hope he's doing better than he was a week ago. Um, Even even in that week where I was 
terrible. I was doing great. But doesn't it feel like it was like it was like a it was quick as fuck like that? Like, bro, the semester feels quick as fuck. And I was like six months. So like you think that little bitty itty workout is gonna last forever? But we we I'm, we off we off y'all last. It's like oh no, last thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> because so many people they go through their lives and like they'll have a vacation or something. And I, I I remember like finding myself doing this. Like they literally just go day by day, wait, like waiting for the weekend. Like a lot of people that work, they just they're not even caring about the day. They just oh I can't wait to get through this day because I'll be a day closer to the weekend. Yeah. Or I'll be a day closer to this vacation I'm going on. And then when they go on the vacation, they're not really even enjoying it for real because they like, oh, this vacation about to end in a couple of days. And they just thinking about a whole bunch of other shit. And I just say that to say live in the moment because time will fly by. Time's going to fly by regardless, but especially it's going to fly by if you're not paying attention to it. Live in the moment, but work for the future. Mm. Let me say that clear. Let me say that clear. <clears throat> Live in the moment, but work for the future. Mm. And MDA child. Just end it off on that, honestly. MDA you know, love y'all. Enjoy the pod. Oh, and, and the story time's going in right now. We are live. Feel me? Direct in the cut. Wait. Hey. Yeah. Some slight. That's hella gay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yo, how you? I mean, I can do it here. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> bro, how you been? Wait, hold up. We got to do the intro, bro. Oh, yeah. We live. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do, do what you do. <laughs> what's good, everybody? You feel me? Back with another episode of MDH TV. Bro, what's all that noise in the background? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Back right, in effect, though, you feel me? We we know that we ain't posting like a week or, or two or whatever, but... Let's tell them why. In our defense, we have finals. You know, finals. College students. Bro, Tommy almost died. He was in the hospital. Oh, for yeah, like, I forgot about that. Bro, he was in the <laughs> hospital for like three days. But, yeah. How, how was that, though? How would you feel about that? Bro, like, that shit was terrible. But, like, it gave me more confidence in our uh, medical community, at least for some things. Because, mm. like, I was being art. So let me tell them basically what happened. So I just had the worst like week, like worst luck ever. <laughs> so basically, right, it's the last week of classes. And that's like the last week of part. I can say this stuff now because the pandemic's over. But that was like the last week of all these parties and stuff that are on campus. So I decided to go to a couple on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if I went on Sunday. I might have to. But um, I went to a couple on Friday and Saturday. And, I mean, they was pretty fun at the time. But I regret going because literally finals started on Monday. And we have this dumbass, <laughs> this stupid-ass thing at Lehigh where 
you know how you have to like log on to your course site or whatever or do y'all have to do that for UNR like at least like where all of y'all um classwork is and stuff do y'all like yeah. that yeah y'all use canvas or course site you use canvas well course site is basically just like canvas so uh they have like a two-step authentication thing where you have to like sign in with your password and then uh, and then uh you have to like sign in on your phone to get to your account to do your work so i bring this up because at the party on saturday right so i ended up going to like three different parties on saturday and like the first one i went to like like I knew that it was like the last party I would be going to for this the academic year. So like I was like about to go wild. Like I was acting a fool, like for real. So like I would get beers at the party and I wouldn't even drink it. I'd just ah and like be <laughs> in my spit and just spray it all over everybody. Bro, that's annoying. Bro, oh, yeah, I know. I was being a menace. I was being a menace. I ain't gonna lie. But um yeah, so I mean, my shirt got super wet. So that's probably why I got sick a little bit. So I took, I, I wasn't wearing a shirt the whole night. I took it off. I lost the shirt. Didn't even know where it was. We went to another party and pulled up with no shirt. And, <laughs> and uh, like we went in there, it was cool or whatever. It was fun. I brought this dude, he didn't even go to Lehigh. I met him that day and like, <laughs> I just was bringing him around to the parties with me. He cool as fuck though. He, uh, if you saw that video of me with the snakes, it was his snakes that was you know, on my arm and shit. But um, yeah, anyways, long story short, Sunday comes and I try and charge my phone up because I thought it had died and that shit is broke. This right here. That's it was already one. cracked. It That's was already cracked. One, right? nah, yeah, this is the old one. So oh. I have this fix. Oh. And like it just won't charge at all like it won't hold a charge so i was thugging without a phone one i've been thugging without a phone all semester Bro, then i finally yeah. got the i finally got this phone activated and not like half a month later this shit breaks so I'm <laughs> <laughs> but um because i didn't have my phone working i couldn't get into my uh course site to do my exams and shit so I was literally like, I missed two exams because I couldn't do them. Whole time, I'm sick as fuck, in the bed, can't breathe, can't eat, can't do nothing. And I go a whole week with my fucking throat like this big because I got a big ass pocket full of pus in it. I didn't know. So, so, so I go that whole week. I finally get into my course site on like Tuesday or whatever. And I'm sick as fuck, so I'm not even leaving my room. I'm not eating or nothing. Haven't drink no water. I didn't drink water for like three days. That's how bad it was. And that was don't ever do that. That's you look kind of you look kind of skinny right now. Yeah, I lost like ten pounds. Bro. <laughs> you I fucked with yeah, you look <laughs> you look kind of ripped, but you look skinny. Yeah, I feel like I look. I, I mean, I lost some of my muscle mass, which I'm kind of pissed about, especially in my chest. But it looks know, good. It, though. It looks good. Though. It looks but um no homo <laughs> uh, yeah so i ended up buying this phone new phone and so bro you know how like metro pc damn 
You know how uh, <laughs> T-Mobile bought out Metro PCS, right? Uh, yeah. So, and on every Metro PCS you go to, it says Metro PCS by T-Mobile. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I should be able to buy a phone that's on the T-Mobile network and get my number connected to it. Nope. <laughs> Spent two fifty on this shit, which was a good. Yeah, that's, that's, I was gonna say, but that's it. That's super cheap. Yeah, hella good. I mean, I talked them down from four hundred. That's four hundred is still kind of cheap. But yeah. yeah. But like, I just didn't like. I'm a college. I ain't have two fifty as a drop like. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I fucking buy this phone thinking, okay, I can finally get into my course site now. No, because I can't even get my connect number connected to the shit. <laughs> and then I couldn't even log into my iCloud because I need to, for some reason, they expect you to, to be able to text to log into iCloud. I'm like, I don't have a phone. This is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was just so irritating. Whole time I'm sick as fuck. <laughs> <So> under <laughs> On Friday, like, I had enough. So I ended up going to the wellness center, right? And, oh, wait, wait, let me back up. So Thursday night, I was chilling with the, the my homie uh, named Niobe. We probably going to do a pod with them uh, soon. But we was chilling, smoking, and the new J. Cole album had just dropped. Have you listened to it? What's up? The new J. Cole album? Yeah, I listened to it. All right, we can talk about that after the story. But, um... But, so yeah, anyways, we, and mind you, remember, I haven't drunk water or ate for real in like three days because my throat is swollen shut. So we smoking, chilling, listening to the J. Cole album because um, it dropped at midnight on Thursday. Well, midnight, Friday morning, whatever. And we got maybe to like the last three songs and we was like, hey, we was like, hey, this shit late, we high, whatever, chilling. And like, <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. I already know what's coming. <laughs> so we outside, right? And, you know, he tried to pass me a blunt. And y'all know me. I'm a big stoner. I said, nah, I'm cool. First time I've ever turned down a hit of a blunt. <laughs> and then like, I was like feeling dizzy or whatever. So I was like, damn, I'm high as fuck. I'm just thinking I'm high as fuck. Hell no, nah, nigga, you're delirious. You're about to pass out. <laughs> but so I had like a water, this water bottle with barely any water in it, probably the amount you can hear in here, sitting on the table. So I mean, not on the table, it was like, oh. it was next to the table though, on like the, on the, on the fucking, I forgot what that shit is called. But I walk over to go get it, take a little swig, and I feel great after the swig. I'm like, okay, I feel good. So I turn around. I'm like, hey, this song is hard. I start dancing. I think I'm dancing. Was not dancing at all. Turns <laughs> out I passed out, was on the ground, and the dancing that I thought I was doing was me trying to stand back up. <laughs> I didn't realize it until my homie was like, yo, yo, he was tripping. He was like, yo, are you good? And I was like, oh. And like, it's like, I woke straight back up when, he, when I heard his voice and I was like, oh, damn. He was about to call 911 and shit. I was like, nigga, no, I am straight. Like, I know that shit was crazy as fuck. I'm sorry about that, but I am good, I promise you. 
So I ended up going back to my room, chugging some water. The next morning I went to um, the the wellness center on campus, like the little hospital on campus or whatever, mm -hmm. to see what the fuck was wrong with me. <laughs> Let me tell you what these, these niggas are just like your typical school nurse. These niggas gave me ibuprofen and Gatorade and was like, feel better. I was like, <laughs> like what? And, and they tested me for strep. It was like, you don't got strep. So I was like, damn, I must just have a sore ass throat or whatever. <laughs> so I wake up and then wait, let me, oh, all right, no, that's Sunday. All right, that's Sunday. So I ended up going to the hospital two days. So Friday I went to the wellness center. Saturday I woke up and like literally could not breathe. Woke up in fucking tears. First time I cried in damn near like a year. And I was like, bro, I cannot breathe. Like, I can't do this. So I called my mom. I was like, you think I should go to the hospital? I don't know why I called her. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did, you tell her you did you tell her you passed out too? No, I, I still haven't told her that too. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, there's no need for me to tell her that shit. But um, unless she's hearing that us do this pod. But <laughs> so, cause I'm in North Carolina but um so saturday morning i ended up walking to the the hospital and it was only a mile away but let me tell you bro that you mile walk? was yes that mile was far <laughs> it took me like 45 minutes and i can't breathe now like i literally can barely breathe so like i'm walking slow i couldn't even skate there because like my shit was throbbing so much like i couldn't even pay attention to skating so I get to the hospital or whatever, and they see me, and they put me on hella drugs. They shot me up with, that's why I'm looking so big. They shot me up with steroids and shit. And <laughs> I, so I thought like I was cured. I was like, I'm good now, you feel me? I got all these drugs up in me. <laughs> I was feeling good. <laughs> the next, so, and then my, <laughs> my dumb ass, so, uh, as soon as I leave the hospital, the homies pick me up and uh, it's like everybody's about to leave campus because the year's over. So we moved this picnic table under this tree on the front lawn. So we was going to like sit there and just like chill and like whatever, just bull out. So and I don't even like drinking, but I thought it was a good, it probably was the drugs. I thought it was a good idea to drink after just leaving the hospital on some drugs. So <laughs> not even a lot, maybe like a beer or two. And then um, I forgot what I did in between that time. And like, anyways, long story short, I ended up going to a party that night. Literally, I still have my fucking... I had an IV in, I still had the bandage of the IV on, and I'm at the party like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> bro, really some just dumbass. No, that's like the most bot thing I've heard. Bro, for <laughs> real though. So, and then like, I ended up, um, you know, boom, boom, bam, some chicken up coming back for whatever. Fucking stay there, stay at my shit longer than I wanted. But, <laughs> Uh, I woke up like I was up the whole night because I like the drugs were off and I couldn't breathe again. We are back. You feel me? It was a commercial break. Just the internet, yeah. bro. Like they just 
every time we try to get on a pod, bro, it just don't work. Like, but anyways, you feel me? Go on with your story. It's a good one. Yeah, I forgot where I was at. I'm pretty you sure were, I was. Oh, you, 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 you was at the part when you was uh when you took that girl and you uh you know, you know, hugged her. All, you just hugged her all night and then you said she wanted it too. No, me and her was playing chess, but um. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> so, yeah, like. Saturday, I mean, Sunday came around. I'm pretty sure it was Sunday. And, like, I just was not feeling it again. So I went back to the hospital or whatever. And they gave me an MRI, CAT scan or whatever. And it was like, yeah, it seems like you have a, a pocket full of pus this big, like three and a half inches, sludged in your throat. And that's why you can't breathe or swallow nothing or drink nothing. So they put me on hella drugs again, and uh, they ended up sticking a certain a needle in my throat and sucking out all of the pus that was in there. They put you to sleep? No, I was awake. (laughs) Did it hurt? No, they gave me numbing cream. It hurt when they initially stabbed it, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't hurt as much as the the (laughs) fucking my throat itself. I was, but um, wait, how did you get that? Did they say, yeah? So I was, I asked them, I was like, because I was like, should I get my tonsils removed? Because, like, man, fuck these things. They, <laughs> I had strep before, that shit was ass, this shit was worse. But um, they was like, it's the same way you usually get strep, which is like, I don't know, it's pretty easy to get scrap and shit if you especially if you're around people like it's easy as fuck and he was just like sometimes the bacteria just goes deeper in your throat and then like that's like you just unlucky that's literally what he's like he was like yeah you was just unlucky and let me tell you how how fucking unlucky i was so literally the day after these niggas drained my throat my snapchat get deleted Hey, I remember that, bro. You texted me. It was like, <laughs> he was like, bro, is my name popping up? I was like, no. <laughs> and I, I sent the laughing emoji because I thought it was like, I didn't think it was that serious. He was like, he was like, bro, this is not funny. Bro, I was pissed, bro. Cause I was like, them is literally all my here. <laughs> like, like I said. I didn't have a fucking phone the entire year. So them is literally all the contacts I had, all the connections I made, whether it be business, fucking whatever, all of that was lost. So oh I was my like, God. And I then mean, like, you know how, how I have raps and shit on this phone. <laughs> all my business ideas, all my songs and shit, all fucking gone. So yeah, that's deleted. That's how my fucking first semester, first year of college ended, but I'm 4.0, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I have I have A minus, and I guess that that's not a 4.0. So I have like a, like not. Like, yeah, I feel that. I was like, nigga, can you bump it up, nigga? <laughs> I don't want to say it like that. 
But he said he'll think about it. <laughs> he weird, bro. I hate that teacher that of his power. But, <laughs> yeah, bro, that's not – I mean, bro, I don't, I'm not going to, like, try to compete. But I'm not – like, mine was kind of bad, too. You feel me? I had to, like, drive back from Reno. We got this- lost. <laughs> and – uh Oh, I got allergic to this cat that I was staying with. So, Dimaj's cat? Yeah. Like, towards the end, though, it was, like, literally on my way back to Vegas. Like, it just hit me for some reason. So, yeah, bro, I had a terrible week, too. But. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but. Yeah, I feel that. Guy, All he, right. He directs the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> Bro, but all right. and then all right, I'm we could, what? Stop recording. Wait, hold on. We gotta wrap it up real quick. Why? Like wrap up the video. Cause I'm gonna post this on YouTube by itself. Oh, all right. All right. So three, two, one. Yeah, so that was just quick story time by my man Tommy Anderson. And me too, because you know, I had a I had a I'm not gonna say my week was worse, but like it's some bullshit. We're not competing, like you know what I'm saying, but Y'all let me know who you think is worse. But um, com- yeah, below. comment below, <laughs> subscribe, like. Um, so- we back summer, full fledged. Uh, we just coming back, you know, full yeah. fledged. Yeah, and like, literally had finals. Tommy almost died. Like it's been a rough two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like we know we always say that shit, but like we we are college students. And I don't like to use that shit as an excuse because I don't really even like college, but it's it's tough sometimes. Like we're on different coasts. Yeah. Have we had I had a job. Well, yeah, we both yeah. had jobs. Yeah, I did have a job. No, I yeah. think about it. Yeah, have a job. So you feel me? Like it's it I'm not, you know, we're not making excuses. Yeah. Like I'm just saying there's reasons why, you know, some things don't happen on time. But you know, it's the summer. This is we're grinding out this summer. Facts. Um, and, uh, go ahead. I hope I'll stay well, stay happy, uh, start being around people safely, I guess. And you know, just enjoy your life, enjoy yourself, put good energy into the atmosphere because there's a lot of negative energy out there. Yeah. And uh you know, Let's let's talk about this on the actual pod. But. All right, and uh, get your vaccine.